1: Today is Tuesday, April 14, 2020. On this day in 2014, 276 schoolgirls were abducted by Boko Haram in Chibok, Nigeria. Six years later, over 100 girls are still presumed missing. Welcome to Today in True Crime, a ParCast original. Due to the graphic nature of today's crimes, listener discretion is advised. Extreme caution is advised for listeners under 13. Today, we're discussing the abduction of 276 schoolgirls in Chibok, Nigeria, by Boko Haram terrorists. Now, let's go back to the night of April 14th, 2014. It was a hot night, but the heat didn't stop hundreds of Boko Haram terrorists from pillaging the remote town of Chibok in northeastern Nigeria. They burned down houses, destroyed buildings, and kidnapped or killed anyone who stood in their way. It wasn't even their first deadly operation that day. Earlier in the morning, they had detonated a bomb in a bus station, killing more than 75 innocent civilians. And as their path of destruction wound towards the outskirts of Chibok, they discovered something unexpected – the Government Girls' Secondary School. Many of the local schools had been closed for nearly four weeks because of safety concerns relating to Boko Haram. But the government girls' secondary school had reconvened for an important physics exam. The timing couldn't have been worse. The terrorists knew that the girls would make valuable hostages. Either they could be used as collateral to negotiate the release of imprisoned Boko Haram fighters or given to members of the terror group as wives or sex slaves. Either way, Boko Haram's mission was clear Get the girls. The students were preparing for bed when they heard the gunshots approaching. Although the girls had grown up in an area plagued by violence, many had never heard gunfire. But that night, the sound was unmistakable. Within minutes, Boko Haram terrorists dressed in military fatigues stormed into the school's sleeping quarters. The men shouted at the girls to gather together. Most did as they were told. They'd been instructed not to run in the event of an emergency and instead wait for a teacher. Plus, the men shouted, we are your soldiers. We are here to protect you. Perhaps it was true. Perhaps these men were here to help them. But when they received their next order, move in a straight line out through the gates, A few of them were suspicious enough to resist. They told the soldiers they wouldn't go with them, but the soldiers simply replied, if you don't go, we will shoot you. So they walked. Once they were outside the dormitories, the girls heard one soldier whisper, let's start burning the hostels. That's when they knew for sure these couldn't be soldiers, uniforms or no. Soldiers wouldn't burn down the government school. No, they were Boko Haram. The group had terrorized Nigeria for as long as the girls had been alive, transforming the country into a war zone. In the Northeast, everyone knew at least one person who'd been murdered by the group or joined it. The girls' fear deepened. They knew exactly what Boko Haram was capable of. They watched their school burn to the ground. They followed the terrorists into a pack of trucks. And then, as the vehicles sped away, 57 girls jumped from the trucks and managed to escape. The remaining 219, however, weren't so lucky. They would endure a perilous three-day journey to a remote camp deep within the Sambisa forest. Their nightmare was just beginning. Up next, the kidnapped Nigerian schoolgirls spark an international effort to secure their return.
0: This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. Forget dark alleys and cemeteries. For some, the gym is the scariest place of all. But it doesn't have to be with a personalized plan and expert coaching anytime fitness can help make the gym less frightening get more for your gym membership than machines get personalized support anytime anywhere visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today terms conditions and restrictions apply see website for details
1: now back to the story on april 14th 2014 276 schoolgirls were abducted by the Boko Haram terrorist group in Chibok, Nigeria. Boko Haram is said to mean Western education is a sin in Hausa, the principal language in northern Nigeria. The group had already murdered hundreds of school children, whom they believed were being corrupted by Western education. In fact, just weeks before the Chibok kidnapping, a group of young boys were burned alive in their own school. The terrorists had also displaced over a million Nigerians in their attempt to overthrow the government and establish a caliphate. Unfortunately, the Nigerian government and its understaffed, under-equipped military had been virtually ineffective against Boko Haram. The government also botched its response to the Chibok kidnapping. First, they gave the girls' families incorrect or incomplete information, and they failed to mobilize any sort of military response. It wasn't until Michelle Obama began her hashtag Bring Back Our Girls social media campaign that the international public became aware of the situation. Meanwhile, within the Boko Haram camp, deep within the forest, many of the kidnapped girls were auctioned off as brides. Others were used as suicide bombers in the terror group's violent campaigns across Nigeria. A lucky few managed to flee the camp, but after one group of escapees was captured, the Boko Haram terrorists drove home just how risky fleeing was, by forcing all their captives to observe how failed escapees were punished. First, there were the brutal floggings. 33 strokes of a cane. Then they dug a large hole and forced the girls to lay down next to it. The other captives begged for their schoolmates' lives, but the soldiers told them, whoever cries or begs will be slaughtered along with them. In the end, the terrorists didn't shoot. After all, their goal had already been achieved. Their captives were now afraid to run. Meanwhile, an international coalition was mounting a response to the crisis. They began bombing the forest, but this only terrified the kidnapped girls even further and resulted in one of them losing her leg in a bomb blast. A more successful attempt to liberate the girls came through negotiation. Boko Haram used the captives it hadn't married off, or used as suicide bombers, as its go-betweens, and little by little, some of the girls were freed. These girls wanted to resume their lives as they'd been before the kidnapping, but they knew this was impossible. They were carrying too many burdens, trauma, survivor's guilt, and even unwitting celebrity. They were granted scholarships to a local university in order to continue their education, and many of them are still there. But even at the university, they're relentlessly pursued by the media and remain high-profile targets for Boko Haram. As a result, they're not allowed to leave campus without an escort and need special permission to host visitors, including their families. But these are the lucky ones. More than a hundred of the Chibok schoolgirls are still missing and Boko Haram remains as strong as ever. While the worldwide hashtag Bring Back Our Girls campaign failed to mobilize a successful rescue effort, it did expose the exploitation and vulnerability of girls and young women across the world. It underscored the desperate need for political and social stability. And it started an ongoing conversation about how to change things. These are powerful conversations. But for now, the Chibok schoolgirls wait for justice. Thanks for listening to Today in True Crime. I'm Vanessa Richardson. To learn more about hostage situations throughout history, check out the ParCast original, Hostage. Today in True Crime was created by Max Cutler and is a ParCast Studios original. It is executive produced by Max Cutler, sound designed by Juan Borda, with production assistance by Ron Shapiro, Carly Madden, and Aaron Larson. This episode of Today in True Crime was written by Tony Goodman, with writing assistance by Abigail Cannon. I'm Vanessa Richardson.